Against All Odds is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. It has great odds and markets for the NHL, Major League Baseball, and so much more. Awesome new and existing user promotions. It's America's number one sportsbook because it's easy to use, because it's safe and secure, and because you get your winnings fast. Now, winnings are delivered in as quick as two hours, and it's fun to combine multiple bets from the same game into a same-game parlay. Discover the most popular same-game parlays each day right when you log in. If you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code against all odds so they know I sent you. Take it away, Boss Tones. Against All Odds, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin it's out, coming to you on a Friday morning. Spaghetti and meatballs fiddling with the knobs. Babyface Joel Solomon and Scott the Grizz Holmes producing this mess. And joining me, as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Bry, Darren, the parlay kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hey, Sal. What's going on, buddy? So it's always that 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 I don't know how it's gonna sound audio wise, but that three or four second gap where I wait for Harry to say hi. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe this is it. Maybe know. maybe he had the stroke everyone's talking about, but not the case. Everyone's on board. Uh listen, I don't want to harp on it. Big day in American history, if you're following. Uh Rosanna Arquette followed me on Twitter. Very, very big day. Can't believe it. Rosanna Arquette, Harry. <laughs> they wrote the song Rosanna. Toto did. Uh, Peter Gabriel yeah. in your eyes follows me. Wow. I don't know why she's going to love my Stanley Cup player prop analysis. I don't know uh, what she if she knows what she's in store for. But there you go. Welcome aboard Rosanna Arquette following me on Twitter. I do want to say our prop quiz for the week is up. Extrapoints.com slash arcade. Not only do you get free picks from the degenerate trifecta on Extrapoints.com, you play for prizes on the arcade. Uh, if there is a game six, we'll have that up for you. They'll have odds on that. We're going to have uh baseball Yankees, Astros, um, Braves, Dodgers. Is that golf. what's going on? A lot. There's golf. golf. The travelers is up there. Pick from so much there. Uh, extra points.com slash arcade. We do get mail too. I want to read this, Harry. Someone took you to task. You know, there's a lot of people talking about you and the whole Jeter thing. No emails really stood out, but just, yeah, they're all like, oh, this is all a joke now. Harry knows Jeter's great, and it's just, he's just putting on a show. Um, you want to comment on that, Harry? I mean, yeah. I, I could see that at this point. Yeah. Uh, putting on a show? I don't, I don't, I, don't, I wouldn't say it's a show, considering I say I've been talking either, about yeah. this and, yeah. And, and, <laughs> and I've been stating my feelings <laughs> about Jeter and how he was as a player and how everything, I've been doing it for years. So I wouldn't say it's really a show. Well, it could be a show. I mean, I mean, I've been saying this you know, for years. Siegfried and Roy put on a show for years, but it, you know, it's like um, before one of them got eaten by a tiger. But I, it's it's still a, it was no, still a show. Right. Uh, all right, so here it is. This is uh, oh, you know, we have this um, Ivan Prieto Garcia. He's uh, emailed us before. This is cousin Sal against the odds at Gmail he lives in Spain and he said, uh, hi, guys, Yvonne from Spain again regarding Tuesday's show's most embarrassing championship parade moments. Just tell Harry that Copa is cup in Spanish. I didn't expect him to know it uh, when he couldn't even locate his beloved St. Mary's College. But still, so you don't need to add cup after Copa del Rey because you would be saying King's Cup Cup. Maybe he says Stanley Cup Cup, too. I don't know. Best regards and keep the shows coming. All right. So you get it, Harry. You didn't have Boy, to say Copa del I, Rey Cup. Geez. And I took and I took Spanish in ninth grade, too. You did, huh? 
You got through ninth grade? Oh, yeah. You, I don't that, think I passed, but I did yeah, take it. Yeah, that was your last year of high <laughs> school, right? It. Yeah. All right. So there you go. Uh, Ari, uh, thank you for that. Cousin Sal against the odds <laughs> at gmail.com. We're going to talk about Stanley Cup game five coming up. Colorado home, 176 favorite over Tampa Bay. We got props there. These guys have sharp tanks. They have their picks going for the weekend. But we got to recap this NBA draft. What a roller coaster ride the odds wise this was. So when we went to bed Wednesday night, Jabari Smith out of Auburn was minus 290 to be the first pick. When we woke up, Paulo Bancaro was minus 200 to be the first pick. And then Woj, God bless him, Woj reported the top three as he heard them, which was Smith, um, Holmgren, Bancaro, and then the numbers just flew. Based on Woj's what he heard, and he's a great insider, Bancaro's going to be, um, there you go, top three. Uh, Smith was like, what did he get to, Bri? Like minus 2,700 or more? No, th- more, Well, right? minus 3,500 we saw, yeah. right? It's crazy. Minus 35 on FanDuel's, which means you could have gotten Bancaro like nine or, or 10 to one. And then right uh, about four minutes before Woj and others um, report that Bancaro's going to the Magic number one. And so then pre-draft about four minutes before the draft, Bancaro and Smith was a coin flip on FanDuel. And I think uh, Woj is an ass buffoon is the bottom line here. But we're also going to find it. You know, he was the one that came out against gambling and it's going to lead to fights in the crowd and fights with players and stuff. And he was against sports gambling. I think we're going to find out that Woj is betting on this stuff. I think he swung the odds. The sports book. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's like the politician who votes against gay marriage citing the Bible and then is caught giving um, like a security guard a handy in the airport bathroom. <laughs> I think this is, this is what's going on with Woj. What, Harry? Thank you for stepping on my punchline. What did it's you say, Harry? Out of the realm, though. Okay, great. So, yeah. So, out I think this realm. is, I can see it happening. Can you say it again, Harry? Can you it's say not it again? out of the realm. All right. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> endorsing my, uh, my position, my jokes. Anyway, there you go. Woj screwed up the lines and brother Bry. So Bancaro goes first, Holmgren goes second. And, uh, and then, uh, and then Allen goes third. Uh, Smith goes third, right? Am I saying right? That's what it was. It was Boncaro, Holmgren, and then Smith. But yeah, yeah, it just, it just shows you like these guys are supposed, you know, between him and Shims, like they were reporting different things. And it's like, wait, you guys got to get your shit together, right? You're supposedly, you have these main contexts. How are you getting wrong information? It felt like the whole night, at least through like the first 15 picks. It was just, you know, and then again, ESPN should put a stop to that. Half of the, you know, Shams and, and Woj on the side are just reporting the picks on Twitter way before they're yeah, even coming like in. Nine ESPN. minutes before Like Silver even before it's coming into ESPN. Like, isn't ESPN like, wait a second? Like, we're, we don't want, like, you guys can report this once. Once it's happened out, with the NFL draft, but not I as know, much. It's, not, getting, not it's like getting worse with the NBA. Before. I think the NFL yeah. did a little bit of a better job last year with that. Well, so I'm going to blame Woj for taking. I found the parlay that uh, listed the first three, and I just went in order of how it was supposed to be, <laughs> I thought. And, of course, I lost a lot of money on <laughs> Ben Carroll going third, basically. I did take Johnny Davis. I think that was our only winner, including Tate. Good to job. go top 10. Uh, he did go number 10. To the wizard. So out of the four of us, we won one bet, and it was just because Davis barely made the top ten. Now, Paulie Kid, did we figure out what the hell the Knicks did? They created it. It, it's, it seems like they did all this. They traded picks. They traded uh, players. Um, they created room for Jalen Brunson, is what they did. They trade the eleventh pick to OKC. They trade Kemba to Charlotte, who 
Charlotte already had Kemba, right? They get a bunch of unprotected picks. Uh, I know Brother Bry is going crazy about this. You couldn't have been happy about it. No, I, no Nick fan was happy about it. I, you know, I guess, I guess technically on paper, if you look at it like, well, they traded a first round pick and Walker's salary, mm-hmm. and you got three first round picks. Uh, might appear, right, Brian? Am I kind of saying that right, yeah. Brian? Yeah. Protected it was very picks, confi- though, right? They're protect- yeah. or Well, yeah. that's and then that's the that's the catch. The, like they're they're so protected these picks, um, that you know really makes you know it gets Knicks fans frustrated because yeah. really what they're doing is this is all cap that now it, once I think they couldn't make a trade for Ivy. I think that was the only thing, and I we talked about that. I think it's the only thing the Knicks wanted was Ivy. Once Ivy was off the board or they could not make a deal to move up and get Ivy, mm-hmm. I think their decision was, well, now our full focus is on creating cap space to get Jalen Brunson. And I like Brunson, but you're doing all this to make like Jalen Brunson a max player when he's probably really not even a max player, right? And there's no guarantee he's even coming to the Knicks. You brought his dad in right. as an assistant coach. You did all these things. Oh, that would be they the greatest. Know, they might know something, but still, I don't. I, I can't believe they're going to break the bank on Jalen Brunson. Well, who else at, is it? That's this. what I was looking at. It's on him. It's, it's well, look, could, could they get Aiton? Could they get? I was trying to look at. Uh, I, I don't know what else you could do, Sal. Yeah, but you could just roll it into next year. Have made made a draft pick. Right. Rolled it into next year, and next year you you'd have so much cap space. Uh huh. Uh, you could go after anybody you wanted. So, um, right. but you know, I, I, this is very frustrating. Brian and I were texting with Jerry uh, last night and uh, we're all just confused, befuddled. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I'm like Stephen A. Smith upset about it, <laughs> but um, he's supposed to be impartial, I right? Is that how it goes? And, look, <laughs> and, and we got a GM that is, uh, in, you know, he's, he's non-existent. You know, he, he doesn't talk to the press. Yeah. You have no idea what's going on in this organization. So it's very frustrating. Hey, at least Obi Toppin's still a Nick for now. There you right? go. So. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yes. And Randall, I guess, you know, you say, all right, we, maybe they can roll it over for another year. Maybe he has a year like 2021, right? So I don't know. I don't know what you do. Brian, you were very upset. Well, I was really upset because, I, I mean, to me, I, I know people think it's a hard job, but like being an NBA GM to me, I feel like anybody can do it. There's like six good ones. Most of these guys are incompetent. Like, like Parlake was saying, Leon Rose is basically non-existent, never talks to the press. He gets a free pass for whatever. And it's pathetic. Mm-hmm. And look, if you sign a player and the next year you are looking to shop them, you should immediately be fired. Right. Fournier was a terrible signing. Atrocious sign. Now you don't yeah. have that money and that's a 20 million a year. Kemba, I didn't like that to begin with. That was a bad deal. But even Kemba's not like you're not breaking the bank. So now you're basically saying we want financial flexibility. So essentially you gave away a lottery pick and an eight million dollar salary for one year for like a shittier future pick. Right. So like the one thing I will say is the Knicks, after they made that second trade. With Charlotte, which was like a draft day trade, right? The Knicks basically threw in like 400 second round picks mm-hmm. to get Duran and like, right? It was four like second round picks and like a late first for essentially for Duran. Like now you could have had Duran and two future firsts for the mm-hmm. 11th pick in the draft, which would have at that point in time would have been a steal, right? 
But right. now, again, now you're making all this financial flexibility and essentially you trade like an $8 million guy for one year. Now, I could see if you're trying to get rid of Fournier, one of those other contracts, then fine, whatever. But again, to, just to get rid of such a small amount, I mean, just for the possibility of maybe getting Brunson, like, uh, no, no thanks. No uh, thanks. Exactly. And, and Brian, do the Knicks still have the Mavericks pick next year? I think so. I think it said they have 11 first round picks in the next seven years. <laughs> wow. And you're not done trading. Let's face it. James well, Dolan is probably going to try to get a bass player for that uh, shit ass band that he's in. And, uh, and then <laughs> be, there goes all your draft capital. See why I don't have a, you guys see why I don't have a favorite NBA team. Yeah, yeah but you yeah, can be rooting for yeah. Phoenix. That's, that's why that's, that's yeah. fun. You, you should be yeah. a Phoenix fan. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But, yeah, but Harry, why exactly don't you have a favorite right. baseball or, um, or hockey or basketball or football, or team. football team? Yeah. That's all right. Get back to us. Yeah, I'll get back yeah. there. I'll get back there. El Copa de Cop is all over. Uh, you know, duh means duh in Spanish, Harry. That's the other thing the guy pointed out in the email. <laughs> yeah, it does. All right. So uh, that's that. I was trying to look at top 10. If uh, I print, oh, I didn't print about it. I screen grabbed top 10. Who was, the, who was like a surprise for the top 10, Bri? I'm trying to think, um, like, what was the biggest surprise for top 10? Um, and Mark uh, well, Williams didn't go so, top 10. Uh, the I, Spurs pick. So, uh, the Spurs pick, so, so trying, I forget how you say his actually last name, but the, the Baylor. Oh, the yeah, Baylor. but he was only plus 110. Baylor. Jeremy Sochan? Yeah. He yes. was, at one point in time, he was like, you know, his under his over under was like 13 and a half at one point in time. So the fact he went. Gotcha. Ninth All right. Was yeah, probably, I, I did. I must have screenshot this right before the draft. So I don't think there were many. You could have got plus money at like Dyson Daniels going over seven and a half. You would have got like plus one forty, right. and he went eighth. Yeah, um, oh, he's not. Even but then, the then there was that stretch in the middle of the first round where it was just like a lot of a lot of people nobody was ex expecting to go. So yeah, all right. Um, so yeah. that's it. And listen, great job, NBA. Now go away for a little while. All right. I know you got to do the summer thing, and we're gonna we're gonna you know we have to pretend to get excited about uh, Jabari Smith. Um, having a double-double at the end of July, but really, you did a good job. Give yourself a well-deserved rest and uh, let baseball take over for a little while before we get into football. That's where it's all at, Parley Kid. We're getting close, but in the meantime, this baseball season, turn K's into cash and big hits into big wins with FanDuel Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can step up to the plate with a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Just sign up, place your first bet, and FanDuel will give you up to grand back and free bets if you don't win, has great promotions every day. It's safe and secure, the app is, and you get paid on it quickly. There's no better place to bet America's pastime than on America's number one sportsbook. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up using promo code against the lots to get started with your no sweat first bet up to $1,000. I have a Friday night uh, same game parlay. Uh, I like it. I think that's all I could say about it is that I like it. Dodgers money line over the Braves are on the road. Uh, Turner, one or more hits. That's Trey Turner. I know that always gets confused. Freeman, one or more runs scored. There you go. Does he get booed? I don't think so. Over seven and a half runs right there. Harry, you used to be a Braves fan. I think that was like four or five favorite teams ago. Does Freeman get booed? A little bit. Sure. A little bit. Yeah. Went for the A money. little bit. So it's a seven or 10 fans, but. Thousands. All right. There you go. It's almost three to one odds. Dodgers, Turner, one or more hits. Freeman, one or more runs scored and over seven and a half total runs scored in the game. That's on FanDuel.com slash against all odds. All right. Let's take a quick break and we'll go over game five. Stanley Cup. 
All right, game five tonight, Colorado minus 176, Tampa Bay plus 146. The Avs looking to close it out. Um, boy, I hope it doesn't happen. Mikey Meatballs and I have money on Tampa Bay to win the cup. I'm not hedging. I'll get to it in a second. I should say we won our five-minute frenzy. Was that the easiest public bet we ever made that all four of us were on? Oh, we yeah. It was For plus sure. 190. Oh, sure. We won in 36 seconds. We bet that a, a goal would be scored in the first five minutes. I wasn't even done tweeting it. I was like looking down and we scored. Beautiful, right, Parley Kid? Was it Sorelli did it again? Oh, it was, it was amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Uh, is that the quickest goal scored in a finals game? Um as per uh, yeah. Eddie Spaghetti, I think it was. I forget what he had well, said. I think that since, night, uh, since 2006 or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. Yeah, it's been a while, right? 15, so 16 years, we happen yeah. to be uh, a part of that. So that was uh, unbelievable. I don't know. Really, really fascinating. No, no one said we were a part of it. I think we made it happen, actually. I would, you know, we, we probably deserve a little credit here. But game five, I don't know, man. I, I you know, it's because I have Tampa, but I'm looking at this. I don't know why minus 176. Why is it so high? It's, you know, you could say that Tampa looked tired, right? After this three-year run, after some of the tough mm -hmm. matchups, um, you know, that's why it's minus 176, plus 146 on the take back. I'm taking Tampa. Um, I think the number's too high. I think they have some grit. Colorado hasn't been dominating them. We could talk about they do look faster, but two of their three ones, wins were in overtime, right? And then there was the blowout. And otherwise, Tampa blew them out. Like, every game has been close. If I can get 146 with a better goalie, I'm going to take it. Um, Parley kid, that said, you think it's over, and you're laying minus one and a half. Yeah, well, so I, I do know what you're saying here. I thought about that, too, uh, pretty long and hard, uh, thinking about this game, about that, that number just didn't seem – like you said, it seemed a little off to me at minus 176. That's a lot, uh, especially with when the goalie situation really is better on Tampa's side. But, um, you know, I think this this crowd is going to be very special tonight uh, mm -hmm. in Colorado. Uh, and I think that's really what's going to make the difference here. Um, you know, coming off, Sal, coming off a really good night for myself in ga uh, game four the other night, right? Uh, had the uh, overtime and right. had... Uh, the uh, my prop bet as well, which was really nice. Um, I just have a feeling like this game, you know, I'm taking the one and a half here at plus 146. To me, that makes sense. Uh, and I just think it's, a, a, you know, late empty netter. I think Tampa hangs around in this game, but I do believe they are getting a little weary at this time. And mm. uh, Colorado just seems to be the fresher team to me. They seem to be, and they want to, they, they want to end it. They do not, they don't want to go back to Tampa. Mm -hmm. They they do not want to do that. So tonight's the night they end it. Uh, even though I had Colorado to win in seven, so uh, it, I take a little bit of a hit on that. But they win. They're the fresher team. They're the more motivated team at this point. It's it's the Avs' time, Sal. It's their time. Their fans. All right. They want the cup. They're getting the cup tonight. All right. Well, I will say, um, by the way, those minus three guys are crushing it over in the minus three podcast. Well, Damashek has Colorado in five. Hench at Colorado. Um, Damashek said Kudry. It was only on a text, but he said Kudry would score the overtime goal, 13 to one odds. So all over the place. Um, I, I will say Hench brought up, if you like Colorado, you like Colorado minus one and a half, try it at two and a half. Because if they have a one goal lead, they might pull the goalie. They might pull Vasilevsky with four minutes left, right? 
And then you're looking at you could be could be a sure. five two final. That's plus two seventy. So if you like minus one and a half, maybe put a little bit on plus two seventy. Yep. Minus two and a half either. Brian, you're making it easy. You just like Colorado and regulation. Yeah, I'm taking the regulation. Um, I, I was going to go the minus one and a half route uh, that Parley Kid did, but this cost me once before with like a late goal. I think mm-hmm. Colorado won by a goal or Tampa won by a goal. I can't remember what it was. But I, I to me, I just thought Tampa really needed that game four, right, to put some doubt in Colorado. But the way Colorado was just buzzing around, especially late in that game four, just makes me seem they're gonna. It seems like they're gonna have it here. You know, you know. I would say like, could Vasilevsky steal one tonight? Sure, uh, but Colorado's. You know, the one thing is they're gonna put a ton of pressure on him. That was the thing. Even in game one, right? They had four shots in the first period. They still yeah. ended up with what? They ended up with how many? 36, 37. I know it went into overtime, but they still got into mm-hmm. the thirties before overtime. Um, but they're gonna. They get. You know, I think the one thing about tonight is they get to play loose tonight. Right. So with the three one lead, they'll be playing loose. I don't know what it was with Tampa. Colorado just seems like the younger team. And, you know, going back at home, maybe the elevation has a little bit of an issue here for might be a little issue for Tampa. So give me Colorado. I'll take the easy way here within regulation at minus one ten. Yeah, they sure did have. I don't know if there were seven great chances in overtime. Colorado had all of them, I thought. Right. And then yeah, a lot of times like you it. think like, oh, well, that's going to go the other way. Now there's going to be some dumb odd man rush and Tampa's going to score and win it. But no, they just went crazy. They peppered them. They definitely looked like they had more energy. Harry, you're going over six. It's interesting. Ninety one percent of those yeah. playing the over under on Fandle in game four bet the over and uh, they kept it at over six is plus yeah. one hundred. And and it went under, and you're bouncing back with the over again. Yeah, that was something, Sam, when he sent us that uh, that text. But we finally did, like you said, had somewhat of a low-scoring game with five goals, which definitely made Las Vegas uh, very happy uh, that it went under. But uh, but still, at home, I think we get back to a high-octane offensive game in the Mile High City. Last four games in Colorado, there's been seven or more goals. Uh, the over's hitting three or four games in the series, and uh, in the Avalanche's last 12 games, they are 8-3-1. Those games are 8-3-1, six goals or more. All right. Give me the over. And as we said, in closeout games, you could get that extra goal or even extra two empty net goals um, because uh, they're desperate to pull a goal, desperate to even it out. All right. My, meatballs, we're not done, right? Why hedge? Why be smart about these things now? We got we to stick with Tampa. Uh and you know what? I think if they win, here's my prop. A guy like Steven Stamkos, you know, Wiley Vet right there is going to have to have a good game. I like him two plus points. Two plus points is plus 305. He had two in the 6-2 game, the Lightning won. He had two in three of the Rangers games and three of the games of the Rangers series. He's the kind of guy who'll have to, you know, start igniting, start, you know, lead the charge. I like him two plus points, plus 305. That's my prop. Parley Kid. Uh, McCarr has been great. He's going to probably win con Smythe if they wrap it up tonight or whenever uh, you like. Yeah. That. Which I, which yep. I have yeah. uh, as well. Um, look, I, I went with McCarr the other day on a shot four plus shots at plus plus one thirty-eight. Uh, he's hit that five out of his last six games. And I look at it, well, he's plus one forty-six. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't I come back with that? That's a, that's a great number for a guy. Now that comes back home, trying to win, trying to win himself the con Smythe. Trying to win himself, uh, the team the Stanley Cup championship here. Um, I think he's going to have a big time game tonight, like he like he normally does. Uh, fantastic player. So let's let's start with him at plus one forty six. It's hit five out of the last six games. Guy the guy's all over the ice. Let's take Cal McCarr 
uh, over four plus shots. Minus 600. McKinnon plus 500. Uh, Rantanen 10 to 1. Vasilevsky 17 to 1. Uh, and Kucherov 20. And Landis got 26. So those are your Con Smythe numbers. Yeah, they were t- talking about on uh, minus three, McCarr versus uh, McDavid. Damashek um, said McCarr uh, if you had to redraft. And uh, and then the spaghetti got in huh. there. And then I thought spaghetti made a good point saying that's crazy. McDavid's the guy. Uh, this team might be in the Stanley Cup without McCarr. And uh, I don't know. And then Damashek found out McCarr was 5'8". Is he really 5'8"? Spaghetti. Really? Spaghetti was saying five, he's 5'8". Eight? Eight. Yeah. No, no, I no. mean, I guess we could look I, it up. I should know that. I feel like I should know that. Yeah. Um, well, Spaghetti's not. Yeah, Spaghetti's off doing. He's still got, making fun he's of still got six inches on Harry. Uh, <laughs> there you go. All right. So, Harry, go ahead. You could, you could, uh, I mean, Landeskog, Harry, over a half a goal. You get plus money on that. You realize that says plus 178, so, not minus 178. You, you sure you want well, to go with it? I, I yeah. do. And I and I know earlier in the uh earlier uh in the series, yeah. I did give out Landeskog at plus 188 to score a goal, which was a winner since he scored the first goal mm-hmm. in the, the game in the first period. And I'm gonna go with it again at plus one seventy-eight. He had both goals. Uh he had both goals that he have scored in game three. He scored a goal in three of his last five games. He's the guy lately, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, that seems always around the puck and on the attack, especially early in games for Colorado, even more than McKinnon is. Uh, the Swede has scored a goal in four of his last six games versus Tampa Bay and four of his last six home games. Gabriel Landeskog to score a goal at plus 170. All right. 5 uh, 11. Yeah, that's what I'm looking I'm seeing 5 11. I don't know what day. What well, is Spaghetti, about? you know, he thinks Altuve is four foot four, too. So he, <laughs> everyone looks short to Spaghetti. What are you going to do? Uh, all right. Brian, what do you got for a prop? Yeah, I do like I like parlay kids. They also have some good like adjusted shots on goal. Like you could, you know, six or seven shots on goal. Yeah, I know McKinnon the other day had seven shots just in the second yeah. period, which was yeah. which is was wow. pretty crazy. Wow. But I'm gonna go with Miko Rant Rant yeah, Rantanen over a half of an assist at minus one twenty six. I feel like this is a very good number. So like when you look at it, right, so far in the Stanley Cup, he has eight he had he has eight assists in these four mm. games so far. You know, he has one in mm. all four games, five on the power play, 20 assists in total for the playoffs. So the way Colorado's been playing, right? When they get on the power play, if they get a couple of chances, they're they're gonna score, right? It, it seems like they yeah. score 70% of the time so far on the power play. Yeah. I know it's not that high, but it seems that way. So I think Randon again gets another power play. I mean, you could bet a power play assist or power play point if you want as well, but I'm going to just take the assist here. I think he keeps the streak going. Uh, minus 126, a good number. Well, you know what's fun about this? My plus minus bet hit. He was minus yes. one. I bet under still, two still a half of it. Maybe he's getting assists. Maybe he's racking up assists, but he's on the ice when the that other was, team's scoring too. That was beautiful. <laughs> so that was stupid. beautiful because we haven't done that one yet. And no. bam, you hit it. That's it. Do they, they won't, why don't they have it in basketball? They have a thousand things for the NBA. Uh, they yeah, definitely could. Thing. Yeah, I, yeah. They definitely. That's definitely something they should look at. That'd be a fun. I, I do, that would oh. be a fun one. Well, well how we mind. drive ourselves crazy trying to keep. It. Wait, <laughs> is he on the floor? Did he come that way? Oh, okay. Yeah, there you go. All right, so there you go. Sure. There's our hockey props. There's our hockey pick. Hopefully, I don't know. I'm saying hopefully. Obviously, for my case, my uh, own interest in Mikey Meatballs, we have. Uh, this lightning team. I think, Brian, you have them too, right? They're like three to one or something. I have them. So at this po- yeah. At this yeah. point, I'm just, you know, can I, I mean, I'd like the series I, to get extended. I just don't think it will. Yeah. If I can make, if I could say one thing though, no. And I've always had great respect for coach Cooper. 
Mm-hmm. But what a baby he is being about this goal of what the too many men yeah, on the it's ice. Very weird. When yeah. they won two games against the Islanders last year, including the one nothing game seven, when they had seven guys on a penalty kill, no less, on a penalty kill, when they were supposed to have four guys on the ice, seven guys on the ice when that goal was scored. Yeah. And they have the nerve. He's got the nerve to complain about that. Is he kidding me? Everybody in hockey feels the same way. He should shut up about it. They lost that game. That that was that was that's baby stuff. They deserve to lose this game now. Listen, Sorry, I like Paul Cooper. Uh, obviously, I, 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 I like the coach. Yeah, but man, what a what a biatch he's being. I about like this. Uh, I like Paul Cooper too, but the one that uh, swindled Harry out of rent money. Oh, that's I'm our, saying our friend Paul, Paul Cooper. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Coach Cooper. <laughs> coach Cooper. Uh, <laughs> hey, yeah, you're right. All all you lo- all you Long Island guys are babies. Doesn't John Cooper. It's John Cooper. Yeah. But whatever. We know of Paul Cooper. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, <laughs> we we should He's sullying the Cooper. <laughs> that's great. Sullying the that's Cooper great. name, I think, is what you're saying. Yeah, but Paul kid Cooper. I, Another I scumbag. I like to think of hockey as one of the purer sports in terms of let's not spend an hour um, looking at replays. And I really feel like too many men on the ice. You could screenshot all the time where you'll have like seven guys on the ice for a split second. Now, is that what we want? Do we want like the fastest game, the most like intense, the fu- the most fun game in terms of like looking back and forth. Do we want to scrutinize it so much where we're looking at if a guy got his blade off the ice in time before the other guy jumped on, like no way, stop it already. Take the loss. Um, you know, if anything, just yeah. say the puck never came down from the net. That's why it shouldn't be a goal. What a weird thing. Right, right. What a weird right, right. thing. What a weird way to that nobody saw it. I know they talked about it on minus three Crazy. a lot, but that there there was Cadre didn't know where the puck was. Cadre, he's the one who should know out of anybody. He saw he hit it over his shoulder, exactly. right? I mean, and the referee, it was a McCauley is right there pointing. Like, I don't know. Like, where do you think the puck went? Like what's like Cadre didn't even know until his his teammates are congratulating him. It's like, yeah, yeah, no, you're good. You scored. Vasilevsky. Yeah, he like, said he didn't know. Vasilevsky yeah. probably knew, but he's probably like, I don't know. How much longer can I keep this up? What do I have to do? I don't know. Can I <laughs> slyly reach back and grab this True. from the top shelf? Uh, so there you go. All right. So those are our hockey props. Let's can, get, can, we, can we go yeah. back and talk about Paul Cooper a little bit? More? I would love to. He's a friend of mine. <laughs> we went to law school and somehow he. Intra- he interest <laughs> is re- interest keeps going up. Well, Honestly, he owes me. interest yeah. keeps Paul going Cooper, up. Paul Cooper has more integrity now than John Cooper. Is that right? I would say. Interesting. Yes, much more, much more, much more. Paul Cooper used to. Oh, nobody cares about this. I know not. Not Still one hire person. Paul Cooper. I used to. Paul Cooper was. I went to law school with him. He was a character, and we would sit outside Toro. He would play uh, goalie, and he'd have a shoot on him. Uh, it would be like eleven o'clock at night uh, there, and me and Frank, we shoot on him in the Toro, <laughs> in, in the living uh, complex there, whatever, wherever the students would go, we'd shoot on him. It'd be late at night. And we cho- and I'm sure he was awesome. He was he okay. He was okay. Him. And then Harry met him, and uh, he became a degenerate. I don't know what happened. He owes Harry rent money, right? How uh, rent money? I had to pay. I had to pay two thousand dollars to get the carpet done because money. it's fast food stains oh, were all it. over the place. Oh, stop it. How, how would somebody True. owe Harry rent? Yeah, money? How did Harry become a landlord? You, is a big well, question. Yeah. Harry <laughs> would own a house, Darren. That's how that would work. Yeah. Very simple. You're a teacher. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what goes on. All right. Sharp tank. Let's 
do it. You guys give your weekend picks. I'm going to jump on one of them. The Zicoli boys had problems with the UFC last week. Harry, you won. Actually, Harry, you start us off because you won your um, dumb USFL uh, bet. So, And you got another one yeah. coming. Yeah, finally, I got a uh, sharp tank right. I also had on my Sunday pick uh, um, a winner on, in the USFL, too, on my video pick. So I'm going to go playoffs start this week. Uh, the games are in Canton, Ohio. Um, and I'm going to take the Birmingham Stallions minus five. I'm going to lay the five points against the New Orleans Breakers. The Stallions were nine and one this season. They were first in the South Division. Uh, the Breakers, like I mentioned, were six and four. Uh, but their two, lo- two, two of their losses came against Birmingham. Couldn't get anything going offensively against them. Just 11 points per game against the Stallions defense. Birmingham, uh, meanwhile, second in the league in points scored. Solid quarterback play, running back-wise. They got a bet them probably the best one-two punch in the league. And if you guys remember Bo Scarborough from Alabama and C.J. Maribel um, in the playoffs. I'm going to take the Stallions. I think they roll here. I think they roll the Breakers for the third time this year. I'm going to take a minus. Okay. That game is in Canton, Ohio, like where the, where the Pro Football Hall of Fame resides. Is that a joke? It's like that's I, think, I think they're playing it on that field, yeah. <laughs> I thought these teams were supposed to have home games. Not that we need to see another one in Birmingham again. But uh, oh, all right, interesting. Yeah, yeah. See another one in Birmingham with eighteen right. fans. Uh, all right, Brian. Yeah, they'll probably they'll definitely be more fans at this college baseball World Series, right? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Oklahoma game one minus one hundred eight. I I do like Oklahoma to join the women's softball team and win the College World Series mm. here. You know, especially since Ole Miss's best pitcher can't go until at least game three. He might not even be able to pitch in this whole series. But I, I'm gonna take them in game one. I think Oklahoma is gonna have the advantage on the mound. They get their ace going and Bennett in this game, um, in game one. They've dominated so far in the College World Series, right? Winning all three games rather easily. I've lost money betting against them so far. <laughs> the top of their lineup has been really good. Peyton Graham um, and then the guy Treadaway have been really good for them, especially over the last month. So I think Ole Miss is a game Ole Miss. Maybe they fall behind a little early. They'll probably have to save some relievers for games two and games three based on their pitching matchup. So give me Oklahoma here. Uh, minus 108 in game one. Where are these games? Are these also in Canton, Ohio? No, where are these? Where, where's the college? <laughs> Omaha. These yeah, are right? in Omaha, it's right. Okay. Nebraska. Yep. Yeah, so yep. if you bet the series, it's it's dead even also on FanDuel. Oklahoma minus 110, Ole Miss now, minus what do you, 110. What do you do if you have kids in this? You just take off for about a month straight? Yeah, like, I know. Uh, I don't know how they do it. Yeah, especially, <laughs> especially exactly baseball. True. It's, yeah. Man. It's craziness. Uh, okay, So, but this is for Saturday's game. And Saturday's by the way, so yeah, this is on the prop quiz also. This is uh, one of the games on the prop quiz. Nice. Extrapoints.com slash arcade. All right, uh, Paulie Kid, what do you got? You have something UFC? Yeah, I'm going to say uh, you've got a, a, you know, probably a subpar UFC card this weekend before a prime time one uh, next weekend. But uh, there's a very interesting matchup with an up-and-comer, uh, Rachmanov, uh, fighting a, a KG a veteran and Neil Magny here a, a, in this fight. And Rachmanov, I mean, is he the next Khabib? Uh, I wouldn't go there yet, but he has been dominating his competition 15-0. and 0. Uh, Obviously, he's 27 years old, like in the prime of his uh, life right now. Uh, so I think he might be the next great one or, or he's going to be close to it, but not right yet uh, in terms of uh, I think he wins this fight, mm-hmm. uh, but the odds are uh, overwhelmingly that he gets a, a knockout or submission uh, in this fight, I'm going to take him to win by decision over Neil Magny. Uh, if you watch Neil Magny fight, I mean, he's not one of he's really not uh, a favorite of mine, that's for sure. But he's a, a crafty veteran 
Uh, his last six fights have gone the distance, and he's mm. fought some pretty good competition uh, over that span. Uh, and, you know, he's not a knockout artist. He's a pretty good wrestler. So I think he'll be cagey enough to last three rounds here, and a guy that's never fought somebody as good as Magny. I think Magny will survive the fight, and I'm getting plus 310 here for Rachmanov to win by decision. Plus 310. Yeah. Let's take it. All right. I like it. Uh you know what, Harry? I think I'm going to go with you. You seem to have a uh, a handle on. Yeah, you actually all have a handle on what you're talking about here, Bry. Uh, the, the college baseball, but Harry, you've been following the USFL better than all of us. Birmingham Stallions minus five. What is that? Saturday or Sunday? Uh, Saturday. Saturday. All right, so that'll be it. I'll jump on yours. Don't disappoint me, Harry. Come on, right. let's get a big win. Been a while. It's been a I while. Know. I know it has. Last time you did extrapoints.com slash arcade. Have a lot of fun. Win yourself a gold cap. Come on, brother Brian. I'm rooting for you. We all are. Do that. Cousin Sal against all odds at gmail.com. If you want to reach out to us, tell us where Harry screwed up. It's hard for us to keep track during the podcast, but I love hearing about it uh, yeah, afterwards. It really Congratulations is. to Rosanna Arquette for following me on Twitter. Uh, good things ahead for you. And uh, that'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds for Spaghetti, for Meatballs, for Babyface Joel Solomon, for Scott the Grizz Holmes and the Degenerate Trifecta. I'm saying I'm Sal. That's who I am saying so long and happy handicapping.